Good morning, and welcome to yet another episode of My Senior Project Podcast. My name is Helen Sands, and today I will be interviewing yet another Bear River High School teacher. This interview is a little bit different since this teacher teaches such a different subject than the rest. Thank you for listening. So if you could start by telling me just like a little bit about like what you teach and who you are and all that. Kind of I stuff. am Senor Mason. I teach Spanish, uh, Spanish one, three and AP this year. Got all the levels here, but yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Okay. Um, can you tell me a little bit about your Spanish one experience this year? How it's hard has been like teaching Spanish one over Zoom and that kind of thing. <laughs> um, well, there's two different things that we've been doing. We've been teaching full distance education. And then we've been teaching the, you know, like we're doing now, the the hybrid model. The hybrid model, I think, is a little bit better because at least for one day a week, I get to see them and, you know, focus more on them and see them and see that they're paying attention or not. Um, the full distance, unfortunately, just a lot of kids have been tuning out. And I don't necessarily blame them. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's not what they wanted. Um, but a lot of kids have just kind of tuned out. Um, you know, you ask them a question and wait, what, what, what page are we on? I'm sorry. I was on my phone, you know, it's like, wait, what? No. And then sadly, I think the, the biggest problem we're having is just cheating. You know, kids are at home and, and they just Google translate everything. And because they're not being watched when they take a quiz, you know, I, I'm not there watching. So the kids just, unfortunately, and I'm not saying that every Every student does that, but you know there have been a lot. <laughs> there have actually been a lot, and I've caught a, quite a few. And it's just it's been frustrating. Um, can you tell me a little bit about your AP Spanish class? Because I know, like at least in my AP Gosh. classes, it's really hard to prepare for an AP test like over Zoom in like one day a week. So how has that been? <laughs> um, lousy. Uh, not yeah. just do I have an AP class, but it's a split class. It's uh, so first period is Spanish three and AP. So not only am I seeing them a lot less, mm -hmm. but I have to divide my time when I do see them. And I mean, I haven't had 5% <laughs> of the time I've really needed to, to be with them. And, uh, you know, the one class has, the Spanish three has 22 kids and the AP only has three. So, you know, for better or worse, I have been focusing a little bit more on the Spanish three, which is not great, but you know, what can you do? It's even if I spent equal time, it's still, you know, minimal compared to what they really need. So uh, I do have one student who's planning on taking the AP test, and I uh, we got her a a test prep manual, mm -hmm. uh, and I think she'll do okay. But uh, yeah, it's it's rough. I mean, it's really really rough trying to find time and activities and things to help them prepare, so. Um, and then if we could circle back really quickly to like um, the lower grades that you're teaching. Mm -hmm. um, I talked to another teacher that said that like not only had she been having a hard time teaching like younger grades and freshmen, however, the problem is that like they haven't been at school enough to learn how to like check their school email and their Schoology. Um, so like dealing with like the mechanics also of teaching freshmen and things like that, how has that been? 
Yeah, we have had some problems with that, especially when the <clears throat> excuse me when the school year first started. We had a lot of kids who would say, "Oh, I, you know, I, I don't know how to use Schoology, or I don't know how to use this, or, or whatever." And yeah, I, I mean, I get it. I really do. I mean, um, I've I've been teaching online at a university for ten years, and so I'm kind of used to that. But when we had to all of a sudden this year use Schoology, which I'm not a huge fan of, uh, it was hard for me. So I mean, even even I, with who's had experience doing this kind of thing. Schoology was kind of a curveball, mm -hmm. and so when students say, "Hey, I'm 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 struggling with this," man, I I I believe it. I, I mean, I really understand that. I do think there have been a few who have kind of taken advantage of that. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, you did. But again, I mean, I think in the vast majority of cases, when the students are like, especially at the beginning, like I said, mm -hmm. when they'd say, "Gosh, I don't understand. You know, what am I supposed to do?" Okay. And that's why I made, <clears throat> as a matter of fact, on here, on my Zoom page, I put, you know, Zoom instructions, where was it? Oh, accessing. You know, I, I actually made some videos on, this is how you do it. Mm -hmm. This is how you're going to check this. This is how you're going to check that. Uh, just to make it a little bit easier. So, I mean, I'm, yeah, that other teacher, I think, is, is hitting it right on the head. I think it's been just a big learning curve. Now, I mean, here we are at the very end of February. I think that'd be kind of a lame excuse if a student tried to use that now, but but uh, no, I mean, for the first, especially the first month, and there was a lot of that. I got a lot of emails. How do I do this? Where's this? Where's that? Okay, you know, here, I made this video for you. Check it out. Um, yeah, that was, that was tough for a lot of kids. Um, has your curriculum or teaching style changed at all during oh, COVID? Oh, and if big so, time. how? <laughs> big time. Well, first off, we don't have the time to get through as much. Yes. You know, as a matter of fact, uh, just a couple days ago, I was in a meeting with all of the uh, language teachers in the district. Mm -hmm. And we were all kind of lamenting that, saying, oh, so, you know, how far have you gotten this semester? Oh, you know, or how far have you gotten this year? Oh, like, you know, a little over half of what we normally do. So, I mean, that's changed. We've slowed it down. Um, there are some activities and, and uh, things that I do in class that just don't translate well to Zoom, you know, so I haven't been able to do that. On the other hand, I've been trying some other things that, you know, do a little bit better with, with, uh, with online learning. There are, but again, I, I think the thing that, to answer your question, I think the biggest change is just slowing down. We've had to really cut back on how much material we cover. We've had to cut back on uh, the types of activities we do. And um, I think that's that's the main difference. Is there anything during like this time, especially like when we were in full distance learning that like really shocked you about like, like learning about students or other teachers or even like other like people in the language department? Is there anything that shocked you? Shocked me. Which you found really interesting, even. Um, there were some things I found interesting. I think, like I said, I've been I've been teaching online for a long time, and and so many of the teachers were saying, "Well, you know, this online learning just isn't effective because of this." And I say, "Well, okay, but hold on, because teaching online is very different. You do things differently, you know, and." It's 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 a much it's a slower but more introspective method for teaching, and 
a lot of teachers are still, and I'm sure I do it to some degree too. I'm not trying to dump on other teachers, but they're trying to teach their regular in-person classroom and pass it through Zoom. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily going to work. You know, in fact, it's quite often it's not. So I think the, the thing that I found most interesting is just that, you know, when, when we were kind of made to do everything, distance learning via Zoom and everything, that there was very little focus from the district level on, okay, don't try to teach your regular lessons mm -hmm. via Zoom. Here's what you can do to make it more meaningful. Here's what you can do to use the Zoom, use the distance learning model to your advantage mm -hmm. rather than have it hinder. And, and, you know, like I say, now, actually, that being said, uh, not every student is going to respond to that either, you know. So, but, but I think it would have been a good idea to say, okay, look, here's where online learning really shines. Here's where online learning doesn't work so well. And let's, you know, focus more on, on what it does well, because there are some things that online learning do, does extremely well. Mm -hmm. um, but the, again, that being said, not all the students are, are ready for that. In the class I teach online, the students self-select. I mean, they've decided, hey, I'm going to do this online. And one of the requirements is, look, you have to have decent internet and you have to have a laptop that works, you know, and you, you know, you're responsible for that. Whereas here, I think a lot of students were kind of bewildered by everything that was happening. And again, I think understandably so, um, they weren't familiar with the technology. They weren't, uh, it, it wasn't their choice. Mm -hmm. And so for that reason, some of the lessons that, that could have been taught through that different methodology, weren't necessarily super effective for them. Mm -hmm. um, for kids who are totally on board with online learning, when there are quite a few, I think it would have done great. But again, here we were, it was, all right, sink or swim, go. Yeah. You know, and, you know, it, it just kind of stunk. Oh, well. Okay, one last thing. Um, I know that things get really strange in this classroom. However, uh, <laughs> yeah, this classroom gets really weird. However, <laughs> no matter like what way you look at it, like kids come out of this class and like come out of this classroom, like more connected with each other and more connected like with teachers. Um, how is that different this year? Has there been like, how have you connected with students this year that differs in a way? You know, it's kind of funny is through the distance learning, it was hard to connect. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, it really was. And when they started coming back, you know, just something as simple as masks make it made it hard to connect because I I don't recognize the kids as well. You know, it's it's hard to recognize everybody from just mainly their eyeballs. You know, and so even though I know their names from seeing it on the screens, when they come back to class, it's like, wait, who are you? Yeah, and that and that was kind of a bummer. You know, uh, trying to connect that way it was really really hard. Uh, but the fun thing I've seen is that the, when the kids do come back in, you know, we have us, we have one cohort in per week, those kids, it's a smaller group. You know, you'll have, normally you'd have 32, 33 kids in a class. Mm -hmm. Now you've got sometimes as few as five mm -hmm. or six, sometimes as many as 15, 16, something like that. And, and I don't know if it's just, they feel more comfortable in a smaller setting or if they're just so excited to be back instead of isolated in their rooms the whole time, they are so much more animated. They're excited. They're happy. They, they, 
they really want the attention from the teacher. Uh, and that I think is, has been kind of fun. And maybe it's just because I'm not used to that interaction, mm -hmm. you know, cause it's been so long since I've been able to just actually look at a student and see them. Mm -hmm. Um, but that has been kind of cool. Just seeing that, that interaction, that, uh, willingness to talk, willingness to participate. I think that's been kind of neat. Um, but it has been very difficult to connect. I mean, it, it's, it's, it, and it's not just me. I, you know, when we have the staff meetings, um, when the kids came back in October mm -hmm. for some hybrid, you know, and, oh, the teachers were so happy. The kids are back. And I thought, my gosh, this is so different from, you know, last year when teachers are saying, oh, the kids are driving me crazy, you know, and now they're like, yeah, the kids are back. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. They kind of feed off of that energy. So it's been uh, it's been hard to connect, but when we do have that opportunity, it's nice. <clears throat> Thank you so much. You are welcome. Thank you for listening to another episode of my Senior Project Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed, and I'll be back again with the next episode, just like the rest, with another teacher from Bear River High School, interviewing them about their time during COVID and everything that comes with it. Thank you so much for listening. Mm -hmm.